Welcome everyone to episode 11 of Mutant Monday. Welcome, welcome to Metamori, who's got his amazing Christmas hat on. Thank you, Vicky. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate the invite. This is awesome. I'm well, stoked. You'll be pleased to know you're the first Christmas hat I've actually seen on an on a ape. Ah, awesome. Well, I got to give a shout out to my wife, akbay.eth. Um, she's uh, on Twitter, akbay underscore eth. She made the hat for me and uh, did did this custom derive with the necklace and a, uh, the marijuana eye patch. And you probably can't tell in the the photo, but on that hat it says uh, it says Mori Christmas instead of Merry Christmas, which I really love. And uh, that- she's doing some of these hats for for pretty much anybody that DMs her and wants one. If you guys want a hat for your for your PFP. I like that a lot. I like the play on words. Yeah. Well, anybody that's listening, feel free if you want to share this space out. We'll probably go, I'd imagine, for about 45 minutes. And we're just going to kind of catch up really on on kind of the journey from where you started to where you are now. So from kind of your journey into crypto. Ah, yes. I'll be happy to share that story do you do you want me to wait until after your intro before i get into any details i think i already did my intro oh we did the intro we're rocking and rolling i didn't know if if we were i I wasn't sure if you had something like um like carl carl does where he's got that the pre-recorded intro or not no our Um, budget doesn't allow for any poshness we are like kind of pretty pretty raw youtube elevator music talk that's it hey there ain't nothing wrong with that. I didn't bef- before. I, before we the the spotlight turns my direction, I, w- I do want to ask both of you guys a quick question. I was wondering how your anniversary was. I saw you posted about your anniversary. I wanted to say congrats and and I hope you guys had a wonderful day celebrating. Uh, in in short, I'll sum it up. It's not foggy very often in Florida. But I took uh, Rob and Chloe to the beach at my insistence for our anniversary, and it was the foggiest I've ever seen it. Oh, <laughs> there was funny. there was there was no sunset to be seen. In fact, there was, was nothing uh, to be seen. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a very a very English English beach day. My my limited experience of London and, and, and being in England, there was a lot of fog over there. I was impressed. The, I felt like I could experience multiple seasons in, in one day. It was really, really very different. I'm more, I was more used to Louisiana where if, if it's raining, it just pours down for like three days and you wonder if you're going to get flooded out or, or need to go to high ground. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah, no, it was, it was very nice. Thank you. It's nice to have some time off work because I think most of us were all kind of very busy with all sorts of things going on, which is obviously a, a completely different from obviously a year ago. So very enjoyable and very exciting. I can't express how much I enjoy talking to cartoon PFPs. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. It, it definitely adds a, a whole new level of uh, a, a whole new level to interacting with people on the internet. It's so much fun to have these different PFPs that we can have to represent ourselves. I think in, in a really cool way, it also it allows you, when you encounter a- a- anyone like on both sides of the conversation, any potential assumptions about each other 
kind of melt away because you just have that PFP to go off of. There's no, uh, you know, inbuilt uh, assumptions about the person that may or may not be made. Um, and it's just kind of fun because you can totally start at square one uh, and it, while having the common ground of NFTs. So we, we have this beautiful opportunity of starting at square one, forming relationships with other people that have a common passion. And I think that's really powerful and what has helped to create such an awesome uh, and interactive community. You know, that's why I think spaces and, and streams and the voice chats, the, the AMAs and discords and stuff like that goes so well as we have this common ground that we're passionate about and we're able to, to, to build something together. It's so, so awesome. Yeah, and it's taught me over kind of the last kind of few weeks that that you can still be kind of in that niche of what project you're in whilst building out like so many different things with all the people that we've had on is the creativity that exudes from everybody. It's like, it's almost, you could say to somebody, you know, here's this cartoon JPEG. I'm telling you when I hand this to you, there is a 10 doorways. You can choose any doorway you like but whichever doorway you choose, it's limitless. Whatever you want to do, you can choose any one of those. And I think that's kind of how I, I don't know how you see it, but how I see it at the moment for everybody. Mm. Well, I, I definitely agree that uh, particularly in situations where I, I tweeted about this earlier today, where um, proportional ownership and ownership of IP are, are built into what you're, into the projects that you're participating in because when you when you truly own the nft you really do have limitless freedom you're only limited by potentially your own uh, resources or your own interest there are limitations that can be set by yourself but you know i'm, I'm able to hop onto youtube and and do uh, live streams as my ape because i i really own it and i can really embody that character and, and create with it in any way that I see fit. There's no one to tell me what I can or cannot do with it. And that's so powerful because there are a lot of very creative people that are being drawn to this community. And when you put creativity and community and uh, monet monetary success and, it, and all of this stuff works together, then we end up creating a community together that's very powerful and has no borders. And we, I believe that we are really well positioned to be able to make some global change in the future that could have a great positive impact on on those around us. And I think that's really exciting that we have that opportunity in front of us because of NFTs and because of us connecting with each other. So I'm really excited to know, did you actually, well, two things. Firstly, how did you find Board Ape? And secondly, did you, did you mint? Uh, for, uh, so I found Board Apes through, so the first NFT community that I was really part of and active within was the, uh, well, they're now called the Galactic Apes, but their Genesis collection was initially called Space Apes. And I have a, a blue Space Ape that's number, number 69, and it's the, he's the only um, ape in either, their, in either collection of Genesis or their version 2 that has wings, which really drew, drew me to him. I thought it was cool. He was blue and had wings. 
and um, just found it, him to be interesting. So that was one of my, that was the first NFT purchase I made that I was really attached to and excited about. I had some others that I got just because I found them interesting because I, I really wanted to just pull the trigger and get an NFT. Uh, and so just got some cheaper ones that were, you know, they didn't really, those collections didn't develop into anything. Um, but I did not mint. I actually um, was so new to NFTs at the time that I had not heard about the Bored Apes until I think it was about a week, maybe a week and a half after the mint. And I got um, my PFP ape, Mori, as I like to call him. Um, I got him for one Ethereum off of secondary uh, because I, I went through and did a lot. I knew that I wanted to get a, ideally I wanted either a gold grin or a diamond grin, grin eight, because I just thought that they look really cool. And I wanted to have a blue one to match my uh, galactic eight, the Genesis galactic eight that I have number 69. And um, <clears throat> just cause I thought it would be cool potentially to down the line connect those characters in some way where uh you know in once we're in the metaverse and we're able to change avatars that these blue i've actually collected blue apes from a few different collections and in my mind each of them is mori and it will be mori experiencing these different worlds or or uh universes so to speak and i got mori because i i realized that he was the only blue blue fur ape with a pirate patch eye patch and a gold grin and so i just felt that that really set him apart and gave me free cr more creative freedom because as long as i maintain those core three traits of the the blue fur the gold grin and the eye patch then i can chop and change anything on him and i don't have to risk stepping on anyone else's ip uh, or, or, or somebody feeling like, oh, that's basically my ape with some other clothes on. So um, strategically, I chose him because I felt that he would allow me the most creative freedom without potentially um, stepping on other people's ownership of their ape. And, and how quickly did you come up with his name and how does that come about? Uh, it actually is from my gamer tag. Because I play a lot of uh, a lot of video games, I actually uh, one of the things that I studied. I have a uh, I'm somewhat of a jack of all trades, so to speak. I try and learn lots of different things, and one of the things I uh, studied at uni, uh, one of my degrees was in game design. And so I've always been very passionate and excited about gaming. I believe that crypto gaming uh, is going to be it's going to take the world by storm and um, you know, Axies is just a very small taste of what is to come. And the, the, the BAYC announcing, officially announcing a, a PDE game is huge in my opinion uh, that I'm far more excited about that than that. P PDE I think is something that anyone should, uh, if you're in this space, you, you should take the time to learn about it, even if you're not a gamer, um, just because the gaming industry as it is now, there's about 3 billion gamers in the world. And in terms of profitability and um, revenue, the gaming industry uh, 
just eclipses all other entertainment industries. Even if you combine them, it brings in more than they do. And once we are able to begin participating in that industry through crypto and, and crypto gaming, play to earn, um, I believe that there's going to be a drastic shift throughout the world and the definition of work and how we classify what work is and what a job is because there's going to be a lot more opportunities to make a good income doing things that are fun to you. Um, and crypto gaming will be the catalyst for that, in my opinion. So do you think that we'll also be basically staking bananas? Um, I, I do think that there's, I'm not, I don't have, obviously it's all speculation about the ape, um, ape token and what will we be doing. Um, I'm very curious to know whether they plan to do something like the, uh, Kongs have done with their bananas or if it would be more like ENS where, uh, it's an airdrop. I I feel like it's just my gut tells me I think it's more likely to be similar to what CyberKongs are doing and that they're going to build out an ecosystem where um, participation in that ecosystem, that, that it's, that we don't, that not <clears throat> all of the tokens are just passed out at, at once. I believe that there will be some form of earning and staking and there be, uh, the generating the, the utility token and stuff like that. Um, Especially with the you know the the uh, three way collaboration of BAYC and uh, Adidas and um, the Punks comic or Pixel Vault, uh, that makes me wonder if there's more likely to be a staking situation where we may stake our apes, mutants, dogs, uh, whatever you may have, and receive a particular amount of tokens uh, based on how many are staking so that way it would reward those of us that are wanting to be in the space and stay in the space. Uh, and, and we would be, re uh, would be rewarded with ape token. And then those that are interested in flipping and making short term gains in that way would be sacrificing participating in that part of the, um, of the economy. But I, I don't know for sure what they'll go with. They may have some plan in place as something we haven't seen before, which would be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I came in after the point where I kind of uh, missed getting a dog, but it was very interesting to see at that point before, before the mutant was sort of before the mutants came that even though some of us missed the initial kind of minting, and then obviously we were the next lot of got dogs and then I was the next batch after that that didn't get dogs but got mutants and as we progressed along it's a bit like a Christmas where it's the gift that keeps on giving they've always managed to have different waves I've found where people have managed to obviously recoup in some way shape or form their initial investment up till this point yes I, I definitely feel like the BAYC is is um, like NFT Santa, <laughs> and it feels feels that way. And in, in, in the in all the best projects, they kind of give you that feeling of that they are giving back to you for for your commitment and your conviction in their vision. And I've I've said to many people that have asked me, well, what do you do when you're 
deciding if you want to be part of a project, I always say you need to connect with the founders as best you can so you can understand their vision and get a feel for, um, I see uh, Ty collects uh, and he, he's mentioned character, get a feel for, for the character of, of the people involved and, and whether they feel like the type of people you want to be connected with for a long time and whether they feel like the kind of people that are going to want to give back to you and others in the community for your commitment to their vision. Because you know, when it comes down to it, you're putting your money behind someone else's dream and, and they really need to be able to communicate that dream well to you in a way that makes you comfortable being part of that dream. But that's my opinion, not not financial advice, of course, as we all say, however many times a day. <laughs> and, and is there any conversation you've had? I mean, we, we certainly had a conversation when we just kind of had just the one eight. Is there any kind of conversation that you've had in terms of if an offer was to come along? Is there a figure where you would say, you know, uh, like as, as John North Photography, those who don't know, uh, sold a space eight yesterday for uh, a ridiculous amount of money, and it was at one point four million dollars. Mm. Um, is there a point when you would sell your ape and then say, you know, it needs to be money for family, or are you in for the long haul? Um, I've I've said it on Twitter and and in spaces and a few different times in different ways. Maury is not for sale, and it's <laughs> it's not a it's not me trying to to flex or, or I, I got him in my mind, I, I got him for an Ethereum. And when I bought him my, my purpose at that time, I've wanted to do VTubing. So the, uh, like my, the content I do on my YouTube channel with my 3d eight, I've wanted to do something like that for a really long time, uh, for at least two, two years or so and spent a long time researching how to do it what to do to, uh, and to, you know, just in hardware, software, all these things. And when I bought Maury, my purpose for buying him was to create a character around him to, for me to embody. I'd say character, it just, uh, it really is just me being me as an, as an ape. I'm just kind of being myself, but creating the character in search in terms of the visuals and stuff like that. Um, but my, my purpose of buying him was to, to keep him forever and to keep uh, building upon the IP in whatever way I could. I personally feel that if, if I put in, if I really keep putting in the work and keep building and participating and, and if my plan, if everything goes to plan, I just don't feel that anyone could offer me enough for it to be worth me selling him the the network of people that I've connected with. So just even just the network that I've created within the apes, within the NFT community, the, the people I've connected with as a result. Um, I just, I'm, I'm not willing to give that up. Now, would I sell my, my mutant? Maybe. I don't know. I guess that I would have to think about that depending on what offer comes my way. But I, I have no intention of, of selling Mori um, any time in the near or, or far future, I've, I've got him to keep him. And I'm, I'm fascinated about the whole kind of animation and, and how you came across that, which then kind of led to meditation. 
did you when you thought about animation did you have in mind you were going to do meditations or has that kind of evolved it's definitely evolved so initially when i first started doing the animations because i knew at the time that the most important thing was that i get started instead of because i i i many times uh by many different people have been told the saying of uh, perfection being the enemy of execution. And so I knew that I wanted to start creating and I knew that the biggest obstacle for me, once I had Maury and once I had the ability to begin creating, I knew the biggest obstacle for me was, was that I would be overanalyzing. What should I do? What should I make? And so I just started making videos of me, reading the board ape announcements as my board ape and people really enjoyed that and i got a lot of good feedback i've continued doing that to some degree i tend to do now a bit more of a summary than necessarily reading word for word unless it's something that i feel needs to be read as the the founders said it like if i can't say it and, and summarize it in a different way um, but then and after a few of my videos, I had a few people comment and, and DM me and they just were saying, oh man, you, you've got a voice for, what is it? Um, oh, I can't even think of the name of it. It's like, uh, for basically for meditation or, um, it's a thing that's like SMR or something. I can't remember the name of it, but, um, and, and then I thought, oh, well, that's funny. Maybe I should make a... A, a meditation but one that has some nft crypto slang in it that could help people calm down but also put a smile on their face and so i pretty much just kind of uh listened to a few different meditations and then wrote down a, a, a basic script and then and, and edited it a bit so that i could throw in um fomo and and, and, and other key terms that we say day in and day out and had, and that got really good reception. And so I've just kind of gone with the, and it's been fun for me to make those things. It's been really, really meaningful to me that, that I mean, I, especially when I make the content that I do, I have so much fun doing it. That that I do really mean it when I've said that if just one or if if just a few people enjoy this, it's a win for me because I had fun making it, um, and it's been overwhelmingly awesome that lots of people love it. I mean, I can't can't thank you guys enough for all the support you give, and I've even had some people message me when I've put out a uh, one of my meditations saying that thank you so much. I was having a really stressful day. I listen to your meditation. I feel so much better now. And just to know that something that I've created and enjoyed creating, have fun creating, can have that kind of impact on someone else's day is is incredible. And that's just it makes it all worth it when when people reach out and, and even just having one or two people saying that that changed the direction of their day or helped them feel calm when they were anxious as just it's a win for me and so I just kept making those types of things because i really want my life to be about helping other people feel loved and and to have have a better day you know 
we don't we're all on this ride together and if the least we can do is help each other feel i just feel like we we can help each other have a good time on this ride well i think it's absolutely amazing so if you go back in time like if if i'd have said to you last year um you're going to meet a bunch of random strangers and you're going to be doing something like mantras with metamori with an ape <laughs> what would you have thought i i probably would have laughed and and just thought that you were crazy and making things up like i i it's and i even often feel like blown away that it's only been you know maybe 7 6 or 7 months since i got my ape and began creating and all of these things and it it's and it, we all joke that time is like messed up in the crypto space and it really feels that way because it it kind of you know i feel like there's people in this space that i've only known a few months but i feel like i've known them for years we've inter you know i've i speak on on spaces and voice chat on on discord and, and the way that we we get to interact with each other um especially in the times like this where there's the we've all been you know in some ways forcefully separated from those around us i won't dive into the political stuff but um having the ability to connect with each other in the, in this way and to connect with new people where we have a shared passion is so so special i mean that's one reason i've i've been really drawn in my life really drawn to art uh, art of, of many different kinds whether it be painting or or even uh, martial arts i've been very drawn to martial arts because i have found that when i do jiu jitsu when you're on when you're tr- practicing or creating with others and you have this common ground the differences melt away and you're able to just be people together because you're focused on that thing that you both enjoy and the rest is isn't really relevant and we learn to respect each other more because over time when uh, i know that whatever art form it is that i've participated in over time as you meet a greater variety of people from different walks of life you realize there are many differences between us but at our at our core we want to live we want to love and we want to connect with people that give us respect and you know it doesn't matter where you came from we can all agree that that's what we want our life to be like um and i think nfts has a unique ability <clears throat> to connect people from around the world in a time where it's where we're almost being forced to disconnect from each other and i think that's a really powerful thing do you think that for example i mean obviously this project has gone crazy kind of par- parabolic do you think this would have been quite the same if we hadn't had the restrictions with regards to, to COVID and, and people not being able to see each other, whether this would have made such an impact? Um, I think it would be it would be hard to hard to predict that. But if I had to venture a guess, I think that it would have been more of a slow burn because um, just so many areas of technology have benefited from the lockdowns um, a lot of tech companies and different and you know the cloud 
cloud storage. Uh, so many things have, uh, have benefited that have to do with technology. They benefit whenever we're told to be at home, be on our computer, look at our TV, our phone, whatever. But I think that it's been so cool that one result of that is that many of us have actually connected with each other even more. And we've connected with people that had there not been a pandemic, had there not been NFTs for us to become excited and passionate about, there are numerous people that I see in this, just in this space that I consider good friends now and that I otherwise never would have crossed paths with them. I also see, I gotta give him a shout out, he's got the uh, disto punk with the cigar, prison lunch lady. He is actually, he's one of my oldest friends. We've known each other since we were kids. He was the very first person to send me a message. And I clearly remember, it just said, have you heard of NFTs? And that was the beginning of me just chatting with him. Hey, point me at, what, what do you mean? What is it? And we were talking about it. It only, and really it, it was, I think maybe <clears throat> it might've been 24, 48 hours after that text that I bought my first NFT and just started diving into this space. And I, I cannot, I can't thank you enough, brother, for sending me that message because it clearly has altered the trajectory of my life in a very positive way. And, couldn't be more excited to be here and I appreciate and love you bro such an unusual at name I had to go and hunt <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's funny it's funny I've had a bunch of people who are like oh I thought prison lunch lady was a, a girl that you knew I'm like no it's just a buddy of mine that loves to make people laugh <laughs> <laughs> and I think as well is that seeing even even entering into kind of the BAYC Discord and then seeing the, the stream channel in there, the the uses that that's been put to and the creativity, it, it just, even when I think I've seen everything and I think I've seen what people are capable of with these kind of PFPs and the artistic side, I, I'm finding, I don't know if you are as well on a daily basis, that it's a commonplace thing now that my jaw will drop open completely with some of the stuff I'm seeing. Oh, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think that that's one thing that makes the, the NFT community so engaging and so much fun is I, I just, I don't think that there is anywhere else on the planet that you can go to and be, completely surrounded by artists and builders and creators and just people that want to make the world a more beautiful and exciting place. And I've never been a part of any community that has such a high concentration of people like that, of people that, that want to just keep pushing the envelope of like, what can we make with this stuff? What can we make with each other? How do we how do we collaborate with people? Because maybe I have a cool uh, an idea that I, I believe would be amazing, but I I'm missing out a particular skill to make it really pop. You know, to really for it to really see its full potential. And it's so exciting to see so many artists and creatives working together together to create. Um, that was uh, something that really drew me to the the Bored Apes initially 
was that from from day one of me hitting the discord and starting to ask questions is that I was I was welcomed and received and that very quickly there were numerous people in the board apes that in my opinion they they weren't really that concerned about whether I bought an ape or not they just wanted to know did I need to learn anything? Do I know about hard wallets? Do I, do I know how to navigate OpenSea? I, I need to get like, uh, I have, uh, have to give Franklin a big shout out. Uh, he, he helped me learn a whole lot about this space. Um, even things like uh, liquidity pools and FT20. He was always there for me anytime I had a question about something like that. And there were numerous other people within the apes that were very open and, and, and helpful in terms of they, they wanted me to learn. And I've found that to be what I look for in a community is if people are helpful and they want to help, they want to show each other how you can learn about this space. And they're not, you know, uh, if I go into a discord and the primary topic is the floor price, I'm usually pretty quick to, to move on. Um, just because that's, that's not really what I'm focused on. I, I don't, the, you know, it's, it's an awesome thing when a collection pops off and the floor moons. It's great. It's exciting, but I'm trying to be part of projects that are going to still be building like five years from now. Or, or, or even beyond that, you know, I want to connect with people that, 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 that that's not what they're concerned about. Their main concern is connecting with each other, creating, getting excited about the metaverse and the limitless ways that we'll be able to interact with each other through our digital identities and, and how those identities will grow and develop and how the worlds that are being created will be like multiverses that we can hop in and out of as we see fit. And, you know, I know it sounds funny, but like a, one of the things I'm most excited about with the sandbox, other than all the projects that, I, that I'm, that these new projects, like kind of reaching back to nostalgia is I cannot wait to visit the, the Carolot kingdom just because <laughs> I like, I've always thought the Care Bears are amazing. And being able to do things like that with friends to be like, hey, guys, let's go to Carolot as our board apes or or as whatever you choose. We'll all just show up at the, whatever, you know, we can go to the Atari area. We can just for fun. Let's go to the, the Walking Dead area and we'll fully role play like we don't know there's zombies there. Oh, my God. You know, there's just limitless possibilities as to how we can interact and. And, uh, and, and the beautiful part of life, whether it's uh, outside, inside, whatever you're doing, gamification and, and play is what makes things fun. And I, I see the metaverse uh, as another way for us to play together and have fun. Um, I'm not in the, uh, of the belief that the metaverse is going to replace real life or that 
you know, of course, just like any form of, of gaming, there will be some people that spend most of their time in the metaverse. Um, just like there's some people that spend as much time as they possibly can surfing. And there's people that spend as much time as they possibly can golfing. We all have different things that we're passionate about and that we would like to do as often as possible. Um, but I think for the most part, we're, we're just adding another way to, to play together and have fun. And that's what's really cool to me is that it's not just going to be fun and play, but there's also going to be rewards built in where we're going to, if we strategize well, we can have you know, financial success doing things that we find really to be really fun. Um, you know, and, and we can even potentially help impact the lives of others in third world countries through play to, play to earn mechanics such as axes. There's people that their entire life has been changed just because someone told them about Axie. And I think that'll be something that'll be similar with the Sandbox, um, Hebaverse, Wilder World, um, Decentraland, any, any of those number, any number of the metaverses is, is going to provide opportunities that never existed before. And the opportunities are going to be based upon play, which is really, really awesome. Yeah, and I think this is where the kids will have a, a bonus and a, a, a sort of a positive role to play because a lot mm. of them obviously won't. We certainly, Rob and I, grew up of an age before the internet. So having the children that come through that have only been used to the internet, the levels that they can push that to. Well, I think it's exciting as well because so we need to also realize that the, the metaverse will not be exclusively within VR or, or within our, like looking at a computer screen, you know, that not, I, I would, I would bet that not too far in the future, there will be metaverse versions of every theme park that we can think of, or at least the ones that have the, the means to do so there's likely in my opinion to be a metaverse version of disney world or disneyland and then there will be co uh, interoperability because of nfts and crypto and web3 between real life events and places and spaces and the metaverse in the sense that uh, i imagine there will be a scenario where say we bring the kids to to Disneyland, but grandma can't make it because she can't fly, but she can hop into, she can, we can use AR glasses for her to basically be there with us, have conversations with us and see the excitement that we're having on the rides and for as, and for us to visually see her there with us. And there'll be situations like that where maybe we're all going to, you know, I just, I just see there being, many interesting ways that the metaverse will spill into real life and vice versa. And uh, I think a, a lot of people are going to be really surprised that a lot of the metaverse will actually have a real life presence. You won't have to sit in front of a computer in, in your office or, or put on a uh, VR goggles and has, uh, there will be situations where you have um, Google Glass uh, aviator glasses and you're chatting with, with your, your friend 
that, that lives on the other side of the planet, but you see each other as if you're really next to each other. And that'll be a result of these technologies building out. And, and I think that it'll be a unique way. As long as we choose to participate and interact with projects and people, that their focus is connection and, and building and things like that, not just about gains and profit, then I think we have a, a real shot at building out some amazing stuff that can create a world where we were able to change the definition of work and, and to be rewarded for our time rather than having advertisements thrown in our face by corporations. They can, they can pay us for our time if they want us to participate in their world. Well, I was just thinking, um, obviously, at the moment you do meditations, and I was just thinking that obviously I think it's Calm that does the app that does meditations, and they have uh, different that well they used to have different people that do voiceovers on there and film actors and things like that. That could be an amazing collaboration. That that you are the first kind of uh, board ape NFT that is on their app with your meditations. If if they would like to have a board ape on their app, I would I would love to be part of something like that. Any anything I could do that would help other people have a better day, I'm all for it. Well, I think we will all in this room manifest that because I think that even though that's an audio, it will still give people the visual of having that comfort of it's a slightly different comfort when it's an animation rather than a person. I think it takes away a different level. Like your eyes see something different, and I definitely think um, that would be. I'd love to see that collaboration. So I'm going to manifest it for you. <laughs> well, I appreciate the manifestation. I'll be putting it out out there as well. That's a that's a really cool idea. I'll have to see if I can. Uh, we've we've got such a a diverse network that we can reach out to through the apes and the, and the rest of the community. I'll have to put it out to the to the community, see if anybody ha can connect me with them or, or a similar app to, to do some, some official meditations. That would be really cool. I'd, really I'd love cool. to do a collaboration. Um, and have you got any Christmas carols lined up in the works over the next kind of week for everybody? I, I have thought about it. I have been thinking about possibly doing a Christmas carol video. Um, I do, I will say it is, hugely beneficial um creating content to have an avatar because i feel that that helps a whole lot with camera shyness and things like that um so I've, i'm definitely a lot more likely to do a video of maury singing christmas carols than i am to to go and sing christmas carols to people in <laughs> in person but uh, do you? If I do a Christmas carol, is there one that's your that's your favorite? Do you have a favorite that I should throw on well, the list? Have, being English, I have lots of Christmas carols that I love. But I was just thinking whether or not we go one step further and change some lyrics and make it into a bored ape Christmas carol. Oh, it would we it would definitely <laughs> have to have some altered lyrics for sure. That's, that's the that's one of my favorite. That was probably my favorite part of the meditations that I did was being able to to maintain the the calm uh, uh, 
voice and, and even me not try not to chuckle when I was saying breathe in alpha, breathe out FOMO and stuff <laughs> like that. Cause I, I'm like on the other side, you would have just seen the biggest smile on my face while I was making it because try not to laugh to chuckle to myself but um definitely would have to have a a customized board ape christmas carol of sorts if anybody has a suggestion that they think would be the the perfect one for the apes please dm me i'm gonna i think i'm gonna have to run with this this is uh it was something i thought of but now that you've mentioned it i feel like i better do it I think either Oh Holy Night or Silent Night might be a kind of a calming one that could adhere itself well to a few uh, gentle lyric changes. Mm, mm, That's a good idea. I like that. That's awesome. Do you um, do you have any plans to to get a like to use your the avatar that we'll be getting or? Or to get like one of those AR filters or something like that and create content as as your mutant. I don't know yet. Uh, I, there's anything is possible. The last six or seven months has taught me it's like anything is possible. Um, whether or not, I quite few of us end up in license agreements or or the like with brands, or we do our own thing, or there's just so many different options. And I think that's what I love about it, the fact that that there are as many doorways as you wish to walk through. You can kind of ride the roller coaster, you can do meditations, you can do drawings, you can have derivatives. There's just so many things, and that's what makes it so much more exciting for me. Yeah, the, the freedom of expression is, is so good. Um, I, um, I definitely have cur- curated my collection based on things that I have the freedom to create with and, and love doing that. And it's so cool to see so many other people doing that as well. Um, it's just, I, I feel like we, as a, I, I feel like we humans, as long as, we stick by the, you know, the do, you know, as long as we do no harm, if we're given freedom to create and freedom to do things, we can, we can create some really awesome stuff when we're not limited or held back. And, and this space is going to be a catalyst for, for more and more unexpected awesomeness. Like we've, we've witnessed so many, so many amazing things. I've seen so many artists that have come into the space and, and gone from, feeling like maybe they weren't meant to be an artist to to being you know fully supported by a community of people that just want to see them succeed and want to see them keep creating and it's just a it's a really beautiful thing to see that and um, you you don't really get to see that anywhere else no and it's hard to know i mean rob and i have had this discussion as well regarding obviously i've never done a podcast before the evolving of mutant monday as and as it is because as rob will tell you i'm one of those people that if i'm going to do something i want to know that i am making a difference for the good and that my time is is well spent on obviously something that people are going to either be able to educate or or to enjoy and if I don't feel that either of those boxes are ticked, I will find a way to then obviously do something else that's going to kind of bring bring that joy. Mm. That's a that's a good approach to have. It's, it's definitely a good way to be. 
I've I've really enjoyed seeing um, seeing your your participation in the community. Uh, like uh, I guess one of my favorite videos is the one of you on on stage with Gary. And I, I mad respect to Gary. He's an unbelievable builder and uh, might just be like the best onboarder to ever exist. Um, and it must have been cool getting to chat with Gary. I don't, uh, how did you enjoy getting to to chat with him and um what was it what was that even like (laughs) it's a weird set of circumstances i've got to chat with gary many times (laughs) many times in many different countries in many ways shapes often things have happened and uh snapshot into that nft myc which is what more he's talking about on my pin tweet um i ended up on stage with gary and Jody, who's one of the founders of NFT NYC, and it was not pre-planned, and I had no thoughts in my mind to ask a question, and um, several people asked questions, and they were all guys, and it suddenly occurred to me, it was a bit like someone giving me electric shock, if like, if I don't speak up, it's going to be yet another kind of thing of, it's going to be the same thing, so I asked the question kind of almost knowing because I know Gary had supported so many females so it was it was never about obviously him and what he would say it was more about what he would say that the audience would be able to take from him and as I stood up to ask my question uh, Jody from out of nowhere and I was the only one asked me up on stage and I was a bit freaked out because I had to climb up on a six-foot stage uh, as best I could as ladylike as I could and um, hence you'll hear Gary say, hi, Vicky, <laughs> because it's like, oh, my God, there's this, like, how did she manage it? Like, not only to sort of be in New York front row, first seat, get there early, but then up on stage. and that. But it, it's just kind of meant to be, really, some of these circumstances. And what was the most amazing moment for me was that, um, obviously, I did that and I got down and that was pretty nerve wracking and it was it was nice. And then when we left the auditorium, uh, a lady called Emily came up, who's a VFED holder, and she actually asked the next question after me. And she came up to me outside and found me and she said, I am so shy and I'm so introverted and there's no way in hell I would have ever spoken up. But she said, when I saw what you did and you said, that we need to speak up if, if we expect to be heard. Um, she said it propelled me to ask my question. So it ended up her and I crying on a New York street, hugging each other, because that was the moment. That was kind of what it was about, really. It wasn't about me and it wasn't about Gary. It was about facilitating um, other women within the NFT space to feel you can speak up, you know. And if you don't, someone else will write your story for you. That's awesome. That's really awesome. It's it's great um, hearing about getting to hear about the what happened after the video because I think that's even more beautiful than the, the video itself. Knowing that you had that special moment with someone else that that found courage because of your actions and because of your words and and I think that that you know we can all learn from that that if we set a path in front of us it's not just about me and what I want and what I want to do and if we try and build out our our life in a way that is aimed outwardly 
to other people, to help encourage other people, to help build each other up. And, um, you know, it just ends up creating a, it's like the, the, in my opinion, the, the universe wants you to succeed when you do things like that, because it wants, it wants us all to have a good life. You know, that's, I think that obviously there's struggles and, and we all encounter different obstacles through life, but I, I believe that those of us that choose a path that's more about putting smiles on other people's faces than about our own smiles, then we're rewarded for that choice. And I think that's that's shown in, in the fact that you've been able to have numerous conversations with Gary, and there are many people that would be trying to, to just talk to him one time. And because you're doing so not about, not for yourself, but to help lift ladies up and to encourage other ladies, stand up, speak, be heard, then, you know, the, uh, to quote the, the, the alchemist, the book, the alchemist, then I think that the universe conspired to put you there so that she could hear you and she could get, she could get that courage from hearing you say so. Yeah, it was it was the most kind of amazing moment of the, those four days, and it kind of made it worth it. But it's something else that Gary does say about the world is abundant, and I've certainly seen over these last few months, obviously the amount of money uh, and things that are going on and changing like within minutes and within hours. I, I firmly believe that that if you step back and you look in like a goldfish bowl at what's going on with all of us, that that money and opportunities are abundant and so we have the opportunity to choose the right opportunity for us we don't have to grab everything like we might have once done in a traditional sense we now can say well does this suit me does it fit okay i let it go release it something else will come along that's meant to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I totally agree and i think that it's yeah it's it's we in this space have a a unique opportunity to learn and, and all grow together and to i i've um i've spent a lot of time outside of creation and and studying nfts i've spent a lot of time trying my best to connect with the other builders and artists in this space because i i feel like um one of my purposes for for being here is to connect people with each other whether that be in this community or the, or in the communities other communities that I'm part of and and it's been a, a very rewarding thing to have these moments where in the background I've been able to say hey to you know to an artist and a, and, and, and one like, like say a, a uh, connecting Techno veins, for example, with Voxel Blaze, and I'm very excited to see what the two of them end up uh, creating for all of us to enjoy. And and there will be these different connections. And I think that if if you're in a position where you have the where, where you're connected with people that can make change, uh, especially if they can make change that you yourself cannot facilitate then one of the best things you can do is to connect them with someone else that can work with them and, and they can create something even greater. 
Um, so keep in mind if you are in this space and maybe you don't consider yourself an artist, maybe you don't, maybe you don't have a particular skill set that you believe applies to NFTs, but, but just keep in mind you, for all you know, one conversation that you had with, with someone or one connection that you help facilitate can, you know, we all know of the butterfly effect. And so these conversations that we have with each other in many ways are more important than we realize because they can create connections that change the world. And in a space where we're really only limited by time and we can connect with so many people, like it's, it's almost overwhelming how many people and projects that you could connect with on a given day. It's important to be... I think I got rubbed for a second there. Um, it's important to be selective and to just make connections with those that you see passion and love within. You know, they want this space to move forward and they're not so focused on the money. The money side is a bonus. The money stuff is wonderful. But uh, you know, as with anything else, uh, w whatever passion you have, if your passion is based on how much money you can make in that place, uh, you're you're probably going to burn out, and you you may not last. You know, I've I've come across people that have, you know, hit the, hit the ground running, and and they, and all they care about is trading, buying, doing stuff, and they end up burnt out because they're all they're really they're not looking at the long term, and they're not building out something that's sustainable, and and forward looking. And but I see a lot of faces in in this room that we're in. I see a lot of faces that are building for the future that will be here for a long time. I see Jerry, I see Techno, QB, Radiance. There's so many people in this space, Cobb, Sarah. You know, we're surrounded by people that want to be here a long time and that, that really want to change the world and make it a better place. And we're, I'm grateful to be here with you guys and girls and men and ladies it's this is a special place and we need we need to treat it as such yeah and and, and it doesn't matter about i see some people worrying about kind of numbers and this and that and the other and, and it doesn't matter about any of that having the people around us that are there to support us and we support them and we are all builders of this web3 together and it's just an extremely exciting time to see what everybody does with the opportunities that they've been presented with. And um, I really appreciate uh, your time this evening on episode 11. <laughs> oh, I, I appreciate so much you inviting me to be here. I feel like um, it's another, in a funny way, it, it, I love that it happens to be episode number 11. 11 is uh, quite possibly my favorite number. Um, so it's, it's awesome to be here on episode number 11. I have a lot of respect for, for your contribution to the community. And I think it's awesome that you are an advocate for the ladies in this space. I know um, my, my wife is new to the space. I'm ex so excited that we've transitioned from 
you know, three, th- three months ago, her thinking that I've lost my mind to now, <laughs> to now she's like becoming a, a gutter cat king maxi, which is, is awesome and, and holy and a, a crazy transition. Um, but amazing to see. And it's amazing to see that you are, are doing what you can to help ladies know that their voice should be heard and that we want to hear their voice. We want you to be here. We want to create together. And uh, this is, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful thing. I'm really excited about this space. I'm excited about the future. And I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful to have connected with you, Vicky, and, and you, Rob, as well, and, and the numerous other people in this space that I consider friends. There, there are so many people I've never even seen their face, and I still consider them a friend of mine, and I expect that they'll be friends for many years. Fantastic. So I'd like to thank you again, and also, of course, wish you happy holidays, and we look forward to trying and sorting out this Christmas carol as well, and make it that the first Christmas for the BAYC very special for everyone. Oh, yes. I'm going to have to, ooh, I'm going to have to start <laughs> talk to my, believe it or not, this is a, a funny random fact. My, uh, my sister is a professionally trained, she, she doesn't do this professionally but she, anymore, but she is a professionally trained opera singer. And so I'm going to have to reach out to her and see if she can uh, help me belt out a real special, uh, ape miss carol of sorts uh, and so uh, uh, at least I've got you know I've got a little bit of time to put something together hopefully I can surprise you guys with a cool song fantastic well have a good evening Maury and thank you again for your time and happy holidays happy holidays and happy anniversary again to you guys so happy for you it's as as uh as a, 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 a husband like, uh, and father, I can say it's, it's a beautiful thing, uh, but it is challenging, it's, and it's worth it. And, and I'm proud of you guys and happy for you. Thank you, Maury. Have a good evening, everyone. Thank you, everybody that supported us and tuned in. And obviously, as usual, the link is in my bio for previous episodes, and this one will be up shortly. Have a great evening. Bye.